Welcome to episode 48 of the Montana Values Podcast. In this show, we'll introduce you to Montana's new ambassador and convicted criminal, Jason Ellsworth, who stands side by side and hand in hand with Governor Gianforte. Let's talk all about it with our host, Tammy Fisher. Well, folks, we're back from a little break we took. We thought we might be on the verge of losing good content to speak about, but nope. We found a plethora of topics greeting us upon our return. Thanks to all of you for sending us tips and topics you're interested in hearing about. It sure helps for us to get to know our listeners and fellow Montanans. So today we're going to do a follow up on dipshit Montana State Senator Jason Ellsworth of Hamilton. Looks like the governor is handing out awards for bad behavior and not just bad behavior, but criminal behavior. Wait. This is what the Democrats do. They reward for bad behavior. Why are Republicans teaming up with their Democrat colleagues and rewarding for bad behavior? We've never done that before. Yeah, well, it's a whole new Republican world in the Montana GOP. Remember, we talked about Ellsworth in our last episode before heading into our break and how the Montana Republican Party just continues to sit silent while people in public office rape and pillage the state of its values and violate the Republican platform. So here's the update. Ellsworth, in the face of overwhelming evidence of his guilt, pled guilty August 2nd to obstructing a police officer. Here's a recap of the actions leading to the offense. Ellsworth was pulled over in May after State Trooper Mackenzie Gifford clocked him driving 86 miles per hour in a 55-mile-per-hour construction zone around 10.20 p.m., according to the charging documents first made public in July. Ellsworth identified himself as a lawmaker and told the trooper he was heading to Helena from Bozeman to attend a legislative interim committee meeting the next day. According to the charging documents, Ellsworth approached the trooper's car as she was writing a warning, despite her repeatedly urging him to remain in his vehicle. He invoked legislative immunity, citing language in the state constitution holding that lawmakers are privileged from arrest during the attendance at sessions of the legislature and in going to and returning therefrom. As Gifford directed Ellsworth to return to his vehicle, the lawmaker began to argue said he would call the attorney general and told the trooper to call her boss, charging documents say. The lawmaker was set to attend a meeting of the Legislative Council at 8.30 a.m. the next day. Quote, the traffic stop was located less than 30 minutes from Helena and occurred approximately 10 hours prior to the beginning of the legislative meeting, the charging documents state. Trooper Gifford did not arrest Ellsworth and did not interfere in his ability to arrive on time for his meeting, end quote. And remember, folks, this wasn't the first time Ellsworth flashed his I'm a legislator on official legislative business horseshit. Nope. He did it back in January, too, when he was stopped for speeding just outside of Helena and said he was on his way to a meeting with the governor. Notwithstanding that a meeting with the governor doesn't qualify him for any immunity, it turns out that excuse was a big fat lie, too. Quote, a records request filed with Gianforte's office by the Montana Free Press confirmed that Ellsworth was scheduled to meet with the governor that day, roughly six hours after he was stopped by the highway patrol, end quote. And here's some irony. In open court, when he pled guilty, Ellsworth also apologized to the officer who said, quote, was doing her duty as a civil servant. I recognize that. Yet what Ellsworth failed to recognize and state was that 
he was not doing his duty as a public servant, not once, but twice. Remember, this guy isn't just a freshman legislator who doesn't know what he's doing like that kid from Columbia Falls. Braxton Mitchell? Yeah, that's the one. Ellsworth is in his 40s or 50s. He claims to be a Republican, and he serves in leadership as Senate president pro tempore. So you would think Ellsworth would lose his Senate seat as a result, right? Or get some sort of censure by the Montana Republican Party or the state legislature? That's what Montanans expect would happen, right? I mean, something should happen to a politician that commits a criminal act and misuses his position for personal gain, right? Wrong. Not a damn thing has happened because no one in Montana is minding the store. The Montana Republican Party is more concerned about what Nancy Pelosi is doing than what has happened under its own tent. And it's horseshit. How can they complain that Democrats suck when they do nothing to keep their own house in order? And folks ask me, well, what about the Legislative Ethics Committee? Why don't they take up the issue and do something? Well, that's because they're a bunch of weenies. Same reason nothing has happened with the historical chairs stolen by the legislature for the legislature. The idea that the legislature in any way wishes to actually police themselves is a great idea. But in reality, they have no interest in doing it. No political will. Because the good old boys running Montana really don't want to shine a light on the shenanigans of their colleagues for fear the colleagues might do the same to them. So we just continue to sit in the cesspool of political crap circling the drain, headed towards a lawless society free of standards and safeguards. And the circling of the drain really does start at the top, folks, because you're, <laughs> you're not going to believe what happens next in this Ellsworth saga. Wouldn't you know it? Ellsworth gets not an admonition from the governor. Nope. Instead, he gets the governor's admiration. Well, criminal birds of a feather do flock together. Indeed. And that's what this story reveals. Ellsworth was one of a very few select Montanans named by the governor as a Montana ambassador. Get this. This guy pleads guilty to obstructing a police officer on August 2nd. And one week later, he's exalted as a Montana ambassador by the governor and the volunteer not-for-profit association Montana Ambassadors, which by their own words is, quote, made up of passionate people dedicated to living and doing business in Montana. Our members act as official ambassadors of the state of Montana, both in and out of state, and represent the Office of the Governor and the Department of Commerce. Ambassadors are predominantly leaders in business and education, as well as many other professions. Well, I guess these ambassadors are also convicted criminals. This is a guy, Ellsworth, that we now advertise and promote to other states as being reflective of who we are as a state and as Montanans. Here's what Governor Greg Gianforte had to say about Ellsworth a week after Ellsworth pleads guilty to a criminal offense where he treated law enforcement like doormats and lied about being on official legislative business and misused his office for personal gain. Honorees recognized for outstanding contributions to economic development in Montana. Governor Greg Gianforte today announced the Montana Ambassador Awards honoring individuals who have made an outstanding contribution to economic development in Montana. Quote, 
I appreciate the Montana Ambassadors partnership as we work to make Montana an even better place to live, work, raise a family, and achieve the American dream, Governor Gianforte said. Our Montana ambassadors are making an important difference by supporting Montana's entrepreneurs and job creators and telling the Montana story broadly to encourage new job-creating businesses in our state, end quote. The Montana Ambassador Legislator of the Year, Senator Jason Ellsworth. Senator Jason Ellsworth of Hamilton demonstrated strong leadership in taking on the broadband challenges that were exacerbated by the COVID-19 pandemic. The legislation that he sponsored, SB 297, was an excellent step towards securing a better future for the state. When the federal government subsequently provided the state with an allocation through the American Recovery Plan Act, Senator Ellsworth's legislation became even more critical. It was through work with industry leaders, the Gianforte administration, and his fellow legislators that SB 297 will serve as the guide rails for how billions of federal funding will be deployed in Montana to close the digital divide and better support business access to the critical last mile. So this is a guy who Governor Greg Gianforte said advances the ball in making Montana an even better place to live, work, raise a family, and achieve the American dream. A recently convicted criminal. That's the guy that Gianforte picks. And hailing a convicted criminal is one thing. But the idea that Ellsworth, out of all of the legislators in the session, did more for economic development than any other is just one more reflection of an out-of-touch and ignorant administration. I mean... What about Greg Hertz, who submitted an income tax bill that actually considered the interests of middle and low income Montanans? I don't agree with Hertz on everything. In fact, there's maybe just a few things we agree on. But that was a good bill. And that was good for all Montanans. And what about trades education and creating a highly skilled workforce? Those were good bills that do more for economic development than Ellsworth's governor created bills. Ellsworth should be hailed as an absolute failure and an embarrassment to the Montana GOP and to the state. But instead, he's awarded as a standout among all legislators, even though he blatantly used his office for personal gain. Should we be surprised, Montana? Probably not. I mean, we elected a governor who has committed at least one criminal offense, assault, and lied to all of Montana and law enforcement about it until the tape reflected the truth and he had to plead guilty, just like Jason Ellsworth, by the way. And the governor added a couple hunting violations to his record as well, one for an illegal elk killing in 2002 and one recent trapping violation while, of course, as sitting governor of the state last fall. So, I mean, this is exactly what criminals do to insulate themselves from insight, self-reflection, and a moral compass. They surround themselves with other criminals. It's very hard to be a criminal if your peer group is full of people with strong character and integrity. And here's why these events are so concerning to parents like me. I do my damnedest to teach my kids the Montana values I grew up with. Work hard, treat others with respect, surround yourself with good people. Don't hang out with hoodlums and keep your nose clean because what you do today can have severe ramifications on your future. So if we have criminals running the state, how do I respond when my kids say, being a criminal is no big deal. Look at those people who are running the state. These people are proof you can get into a leadership position and having good character 
and integrity don't mean a damn thing. So when people say the shit rolls downhill, it really does, because when the top of society is shit, by the time it rolls to the bottom, we're all in a cesspool. Criminals in Montana are now being rewarded for bad behavior. And I didn't pay any attention in Catholic school. I really wasn't a particularly good student. But I thought this is why Noah's Ark was built. Something about the world was full of a pack of assholes. People were not being kind to one another. They didn't live with character and integrity. It was lawlessness in the streets. And God said to Noah, all right, we're starting over. So build an ark, go two by two, make sure you have people who can propagate the earth again because the flood's coming and I'm done with this. And listen, I'm not the Jesus junkie that Gianforte makes himself out to be, but I remember those lessons from the Bible and we're just seem to be following the same path. If we're rewarding criminals for bad behavior, how are we going to raise kids up to be good people? That's the leadership. That's who's leading our state and our government. So when you think about it, we should all think about, well, what should really happen to Ellsworth now that we know his peers are completely impotent? Well, he should be charged with official misconduct and then recalled. Because according to Montana law, 45-7-401, official misconduct, one. A public servant commits the offense of official misconduct when, in an official capacity, the public servant commits any of the following acts. B. Knowingly performs an act in an official capacity that the public servant knows is forbidden by law. C. With the purpose to obtain a personal advantage or an advantage for another, performs an act in excess of the public servant's lawful authority. Number two. A public servant convicted of the offense of official misconduct shall be fined not to exceed $500 or be imprisoned in the county jail for a term not to exceed six months or both. Number three, the district court has exclusive jurisdiction in prosecutions under this section. Any action for official misconduct must be commenced by an information filed after leave to file has been granted by the district court or after a grand jury indictment has been found. Four, a public servant who has been charged as provided in subsection three may be suspended from office without pay pending final judgment. Upon final judgment of conviction, the public servant shall permanently forfeit the public servant's office. But just watch, Montana. Nothing will happen. If the good people of Hamilton are willing to allow a convicted criminal to represent them, Ellsworth will just continue to climb the ranks of the Montana GOP. And the Montana Republican Party will continue to create political orphans of conservative Republicans who actually believe in law and order, who value law enforcement and expect elected officials to have the character and integrity worthy of the office that they hold, and more importantly, worthy of the Montanans they represent. Thank you for taking us with you on your journey today. And we'll see you next time. You've been listening to the Montana Values Podcast. Consider sponsoring the show by going to our website, montanavaluespodcast.com, locating the sponsor page and clicking on the donate button. Follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at MTValues. Find us on Podbean or wherever you get your podcasts. What's your favorite Montana value? How do you live it? Write to us. Our email address is montanavaluespodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. 
and we'll see you next time.